Welcome back to the High Impact Physician Podcast. Today is part three of Sandy's conversation with Dr. Corey Martin. On this episode, they're talking about the research behind incorporating gratitude into your morning huddles or morning routine, talking about the research behind random acts of kindness and how Corey's applied that research at work and at home. And they're also talking about how Corey and his colleagues have used the unexpected deaths of two fellow physicians to build a program based on positive psychology that's being used by physicians and it's being used by schools where it's actually decreasing the need for emergency mental health support by 40% amongst teens in the community. This is really awesome stuff. I think you're going to enjoy this episode. So one of the specific strategies that I heard you bring up already is the idea of during morning huddle, ask people to share three good things. That's so good. That's something that physicians could start doing right now. What's another specific thing that physicians could start doing differently this week to either support their teams or their own resiliency? Well, so a couple things. I would I would actually talk a little bit more about three good things and the importance and the power of that. Um, there's a there's a lot of research that shows that when you start your day off with an act of gratitude or thinking about positive things, you actually have some really wonderful outcomes uh, that they've been able to measure for years afterwards. Things like how well you do your work, how happy you are, how sick you like people who start their day with some kind of an act of gratitude like that are much, much less likely to get sick and need to go to the doctor over the course of the year. And these are studies that have been done in places like Harvard and Yale, and, and they're really wonderful studies. So we know that um, creating some sort of ritual every day where you do um, some sort of, uh, act of gratitude. And that might be something as simple as starting meetings off. Like I do with three good things that we do around Robin. Um, it might be something as simple as when you come into your office, you sit down, you turn on your computer. And the first thing you do before you start the day is send somebody a two line email of gratitude. Just, Hey, you did this yesterday. I really appreciated it. I noticed it. And thank you. And you send that off to somebody you work with. And, and that's where the research comes from, is they've actually gone into um, organizations and had employees do that for three work weeks. And that's where they measure those outcomes from about being happier and less um, sick time and more engaged employees. And so easy, simple stuff like that's important. I have a really wonderful friend who started a buddy system for uh, providers. And I think this is an important thing for us to think about right now, where it, when it's harder to connect with each other. How do you just have one other person uh, that you can say, you know what, we're buddies, we're going to be buddies, we're going to check in on each other at least twice a week. And that could be a phone call, or that could be a text from one of our physician or provider friends saying, hey, how you doing? I'm just checking in on you. And so I'm actually in the process right now of starting that in uh, one of the organizations I work in asking for anybody who would want to be paired up as a buddy. And we're going to we're going to pair up people, uh, physicians and advanced practice providers with each other over the course of the next several months as we're uh, walking through this COVID journey together to just check in on each other and say, hey, how's it going? Just thinking about you. Hope you're fine. Do you need to check in? And it can be as simple as that. So there's things like this that don't need to take a whole bunch of our life, don't need to take a whole bunch of time, but are really important. The other thing, I could add a couple more things too uh, that are important. And one of them is there's some a lot of science behind doing just random acts of kindness and how important that is um, and how much happier that makes us. So if you 
do something uh, that's a random act of kindness. So let's say you're coming into work, you're driving through Starbucks, you buy yourself a cup of coffee and you buy the car behind you a cup of coffee and you drive off. We know that that makes that person behind you happier for 24 hours. Research also shows that it makes you as the purchaser of the cup of coffee and the giver of the, the kind deed, it makes you happier for somewhere between seven and 14 days. And so little acts like that, that can just fit into your life in a couple seconds here or there are really important. And so I, a lot of times I tell people, you know, stop at the bakery on the way and buy a bunch of donuts and bring them into work. That's an act of kindness. Tape a dollar bill onto a pop machine for somebody. That's an act of kindness. Uh, as you're going through uh, the grocery store, if there's somebody in front of you that's got a few groceries, buy their groceries for them. And the most important part of this is that we know this stuff works best when you're having your toughest day, when you most need empathy and compassion from somebody else, doing something like this is actually what makes you feel better than anything else. And so knowledge is power, knowing that's power and then acting on it is you're going to, you're going to make a difference in your life. You're going to make a difference in other people's lives as well. So those are some really just simple, easy things that we can all do. I'm so struck by the paradigms that you're just kind of flipping over on their heads, like this whole paradigm that if I'm having a really off day, one of the things that could make a difference is to show an act of kindness. Um, it's just, I think it's about the third or fourth paradigm you just flipped upside down. It's so good. I also, I, um, I want you to know, I love the ritual of at nighttime writing down three amazing things that happened. And tonight mm -hmm. I'm going to write about my conversation with Corey. Oh, good. Awesome. I'm feeling really grateful um, right now for your sharing personal stories, sharing science, sharing research around well-being, and, and also for really painting a picture of what's possible in the future. Well, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful conversation. I, you will, this will be one of my three good things tonight, too. <laughs> so I, I love doing three good things. You know, all the research shows if you do it before you go to bed at night, it really can make you happier and healthier and, and less depressed. Um, and so one of the things that my wife and I did years ago is that we actually started that ritual with our kids. So that's part of our bedtime routine with our kids. And it was funny because when we first started it, their three good things were things like, well, we had macaroni and cheese for dinner tonight and chicken nuggets, or we got to go to McDonald's or like, I didn't hit my sister today. So I guess that's a good thing. Um, and, uh, and so over time though, they got just like we do when we think about these things and we start incorporating them in our life, we get better at them. So did they. And so we were on vacation over the summer and, um, we were in a hotel room and the kids were going to bed. And one of my daughters said, dad, do I only have to do three good things tonight? Because I've got 11. I'm like, you know what, honey, oh. why don't you do 11 good things? Let's do 11 tonight. So, <laughs> um, you know, so th these she things. She sounds like your daughter's starting a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. And you know, that's, that's part of it is that you just incorporate it into your life and it becomes part of who you are and it becomes part of the people around you. And it's just wonderful stuff. So. That's so good. Well, and so let's follow that thread, this notion of it becomes a part of who you are. What I've known in um, conversations with you and hearing about you from your peers and going on your websites is you've been leading some highly creative work. It's been very impactful with individuals and organizations. So tell us a bit about the Bounce Back Project and the innovations and resilience. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, the Bounce Back Project actually grew out of the story I was telling earlier of the tragedy that happened in our community. And so after the loss of these two colleagues of ours, there was a group of about 15 of us that went and did a little bit of training in positive psychology, came back to our community and said, we want to start a program that helps us as friends and colleagues um, who have had some tragic experiences um, to work through this, to figure out how do we get on the other side of this and how do we be okay. And we also want to do that for our community because these were two providers in our community that were really important and were really connected to our community. One had delivered thousands of babies in our community and the other one took care of a ton of kids in our community. And so their lives touched our community in ways that many of us never could have. And so that's where the Bounce Back Project came from and how it was built. Um, we started rolling out these exact same things I've been talking about, about positive psychology, about kindness, about the power of relationships to our community in simple, easy ways for us to talk about uh, and incorporate in our community. And, and so we continue to do that through the Bounce Back Project and through um, another organization called Bounce Communities. Uh, our current uh, things that we're doing right now in the age of COVID in Bounce Communities is that we are starting a um, community-wide book read that will have Zoom discussion uh, chats going on for the next um, two months in different types of ways that you can um, interact with us uh, as a community member talking about the book, The Four Agreements. And so we're doing that. We also have um, our Three Good Things program that um, if you are interested, you sign up for it and we send you a text every night at 8 p.m. saying, hey, what are your three good things? Uh, and you can text us back in that. And we do that every April for two weeks and every October for two weeks. Because what we know about three good things is that if you do it for two weeks before you go to bed, it improves your happiness for six months and it improves your depression levels for six months. So we have a program that we do that throughout our entire community every six months. We Anybody who's signed up for it gets a text from us for two weeks uh, every April and every October. Um, so that work continues in our community. It's been amazing. Some of the really wonderful things that have come out of that is that we've done a lot of work in our schools. And over the course of four years, what we've seen in our emergency department is that our teenagers uh, come in less and less for um, all types of mental health crises. So we look at things like anxiety, depression, suicide attempts, and we've followed those over the course of the last four years. And as we've been doing this work in our schools and in our community, we've noticed a decrease of 40% over that time of our teenagers in our, in our school system that are coming in and using our emergency room for those crisis things. So we know we're um, improving the lives of the kids in our community. And then we've just recently run that same data on the adults in our community. And that number is down 25% compared to the communities around us as well. So um, the, the things that are going on in Bounce Back and Bounce Communities are really wonderful things that continue to shape the lives of people here in our community. And that all grew out of the tragedy of losing two of our colleagues and friends. Um, the Innovations and Resilience is, is my own um, company that really is more around leadership and organizational development in healthcare and in education. And so I do a lot of work uh, within schools and within healthcare organizations around culture building, leadership, 
how do we use the premise of burnout and resilience and joy and meaning and purpose and work to help us build a culture that supports that. And so I've been having a an immense amount of fun over the past two or three years uh, doing that in organizations. And one of the things that I love doing more than anything else is I have travel retreats that we do um, through uh, innovations and resilience as well, where um, four or five times a year, we have different retreats across the country and the world and do um, wonderful um, hiking retreats. One of them coming up is a hiking retreat this October, um, walking the Camino de Santiago in Spain, as well as, um, you know, doing some leadership and cultural and uh, development and having a really great time. And so we try to pair bucket list trips with some really great um, interpersonal work and resilience work and joy and meaning in, in work and life. So, yeah, so that's the, that's the fun stuff I get to do every day. And it's also the fun stuff I get to do every day that I'm not getting to do a whole lot here in the last three or four weeks because there's not a whole lot of in-person stuff going on anymore. Um, so we're, so we're finding new ways to do that. And we're doing a lot of that virtually via zoom and offering chat rooms and doing things in a different way too. Absolutely. And what a big shout out. Congratulations to your team for, you said 40% improving the lives of kids in your community, 40%. That's, that's so profound, the way you're bringing together science and interpersonal work and results. That's really significant. And I also want to give a big shout out. Thanks for sharing really practical strategies, things like acts of kindness, um, the three good things program, and also love the idea of the community book read um, as well, practical, tactical ways that people could begin experimenting with that, either by connecting in with you and your organization or organically trying that wherever they are. So thank you for those tips. Yeah, you're welcome. Let me ask you, in terms of wrapping up, um, how can people learn more about you, um, innovations and resilience, maybe learn more about some of your retreats and opportunities to um, engage some of your service? What's the best way for people to connect with you and find out more? Yeah, absolutely. So um, innovationsandresilience.com is uh, our website. So uh, hopping on there and just uh, seeing the type of work that I do. And, and um, there's ways to connect through that to us. Also, um, another website called Bounce Travels. That's where all of our travel retreats are on. That was a little bit of a spinoff from the Bounce Back Project, which is another website, bouncebackproject.org. Um, and Bounce Travels is the travel retreat that was kind of a spinoff from there. So bouncetravels.com. Those are all three great websites with a lot of um, tools and um, inspirational stuff on there that anything on there you can take and you can use as much as you want. Um, and so if you're interested in anything we talked about today, those three websites have a lot of great stuff on there to go and, and, and search around for inspirational things like Ted talks and great books to read and, and different stuff that's out there. So that's how I would recommend anybody, uh, checking that out. Also, you can always, um, email me happy to, um, be connected in any way. It's Corey, C-O-R-E-Y dot Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N at innovationsinresilience.com. Well, and I want to make a big plug. Corey, you've been highly responsive to emails. The websites are great. I've hopped on a couple of times just because they're so fun to look at. The, the pictures, the tools, the inspiring things. I highly recommend people hop on those websites. They're 
just really capture the spirit of who you are, the people you're working with and the impact you're having on the world. And so thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Sandy. It's been wonderful connecting with you today. Absolutely. I look forward to touching base with you again sometime and want to close out by again, thanking you for the gift of your time, the gift of sharing your personal stories, um, the tools, the tactics that you're using in real time, and also really painting a picture of what's possible as we move through this COVID pandemic together and come out on the other side with some really amazing possibilities. So thank you. Yes, I hope we get to come back together post-COVID and talk about all the wonderful things that have happened since then. Yeah, let's do that. I look forward to that. And um, in the meantime, enjoy your creative space in the garage, your cat, and connecting <laughs> with people in all kinds of new ways. It's been a pleasure, and we'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Sandy.